Hello? Hello? Hi. This is Todd. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to myself. I'm home alone. It's uh, Saturday, June 29th. The month of June. It's summer. It's hot. My wife went uh, out for a drive, so I decided to record a podcast. I've been out of the podcast game for a little while. Been busy. Been doing a lot of things. Popped out a child. Bought a house. Been busy doing things. Very busy. I don't like being busy, but... Well, that's not true. That's kind of the typical... Hey, shut up. That's kind of the typical response, like, I'm, I'm, I hate being busy. Usually I'm pretty happy. I've, I've been really happy with my life. Um, you know, I've got a beautiful daughter, got a beautiful, beautiful wife, beautiful house. It just so happens that a lot of it is all happening all at once, and I'm very, very busy. Not a lot of, not a lot of time to blade these days, um, but still, uh, still been ripping. Still been getting out once a week with with my boy Joey, filming for Big Wheels, Mushroom Blading 7. Watch out for that, so shit's going to be hot. Filming for that has been super, super fun. Um, I don't know, Joey and I have been filming together for so long that it's a really natural process uh, at this point. It, it just, it doesn't, I don't know... Maybe you some bladers out there can relate with this when you're when you're filming it can be kind of an awkward process if you're doing it with people that you're not familiar with and you're not like I'll give you an example um I've been filming in the past and I've wanted to do something and i I've wanted it to be filmed, and so I've asked the person to film it. Um, and I've described, you know, what I'm about to do for that person and, and shh, I'm trying to, um, oh my God, um, I'm drunk. Um, no, I'm not drunk. That just seemed like a funny thing to say. I've had a few beers. Relax. Um. But you, I describe what I'm about to do, and they look at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Like, you, like you want me to film that? Like, no, I want to. I want to jump on this ledge, and then drop to fakey, and then stare. Like, what? They just don't get it, you know. And with Joey, it's easy because he gets it. He knows kind of what, what I want to do, and and what what we think is interesting and in not only that he he adds to what I say I want to do he helps direct what I want to do and 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 that's really fun it's a really fun process to uh to blade and film and it's very therapeutic for me it's it's my meditation it's uh it's very fun but it's not only fun it's like it's it's I, it actually, it bothers me when people say it's role biting is fun. Role biting, when when it's at its best, is not only it's not fun. It's like it's beyond fun. 
fun is like going on a roller coaster. Going on a roller coaster is fun. Being at an amusement park, eating cotton candy. This is, that's fun. Rollerblading when it's at its best is not fun. It's hard and it's challenging and it's, it's uh, like you get in a zone where you don't give a fuck and it's, you don't think about anything and it's the healthiest thing that you could possibly do. It's super fun. I always have this like, like, I have to admit, I've been thinking about doing this podcast since, I don't know, yesterday. I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do a, record a solo podcast. And I always have this idea of how it's going to be, how I'm going to talk. And I, and I always pep myself up like, it's going to be awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it. And it's so hard to bring it when you're, when you're alone. I mean, I am bringing it, right? Um, but it, it's just a very, it's a very interesting experience to record a podcast. Actually, I recently listened to, what was it, episode 140, 142 with Tree. And it was a very interesting episode because Tree was interviewing Joey. And they were talking about the experience of recording a solo podcast. And that's actually what inspired me to record this podcast with listening to Joey describe that experience or that process or what it's like to record a solo podcast. It's very strange because you are having a conversation with yourself. You are a crazy fuck talking to himself. And it's constant. And I think it takes, it definitely takes a a special person to be able to do that, especially when it's, I mean, it's one thing to do it scripted. It's one thing to write down. I mean, I've got some notes, but this by no means is, is scripted. Um, reading a script into a microphone is one thing, but when you're just, when you just press record and you're not sure where it's going to go, but you commit to it and you say, okay, I'm going to just do this right now. That is such a fucking awesome experience, but such an awkward, strange, foreign experience. It's like suddenly I'm voicing my thoughts, not to anybody. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a conversation, I'm not in a situation where I need to listen to the other person and respond to what that person's saying with something relevant. No, I'm, I'm all by myself, and I can take this shit wherever I want it to go. It's exciting, but it's also like, it's a battle with your own self-critic. It's a battle with a voice inside your head that's like, this is retarded. What the fuck are you doing? And what are you, what are you talking about? But you, you have to repress that voice and just, just go with it. That you just say the things that come to your mind. Um, but I've also taken some notes. This, this is structured a little bit. Um, actually, I haven't really taken notes. I've just wrote, written down some, some topics that I wanted to talk about um, that I thought would be interesting to talk about. Um, the first one on the list, it says, a case for skating less. So at the time, I thought it would be interesting if I made a case for skating less. Um, 
And, and this, this is not to young skaters. I think when you're a young skater, it's important to skate a lot. The only way you're going to get good at blading is to skate like constantly. When you're a kid and you have all that free time, take advantage of it. Put on the blades every day and just take advantage of that young body that can take slams and recover like that. And all, none of your friends have jobs. And take it, take full advantage of that. Like skate all the time. But this message is for older dudes who are still very passionate about rollerblading. but they just don't have as much time to do it as they used to. Um, this, and that's typically looked at as a bad thing, like, oh, I don't have the time it takes. And I've, I, you know, I've been in the mentality, not lately, but in the past where I think, well, to, to, to be at my optimal performance level, I need to be skating all the time. Like I need to get out there at least like two or three days a week to really get to that like game shape. I need to get into game shape and like get to the point where it's so comfortable and normal to put on my skates and bust out crazy shit and my body is just prepped for that. But there is, for an older skater, like there is a case to be made for skating less. Once you get to the point of being a master and you've got the 10,000 hours of experience under your belt, you have a black belt in blading, skating less can be exciting to the viewer. An example that comes to mind is Sean C. Some of, and I don't know how often he was skating, but some of the, some of the footage in like RIP SF and uh, the apple that fall far from the tree he, he, he didn't look like he was in terribly great shape. He looked pretty out of shape. Um, like, he didn't look like a guy you would see at the gym doing squats. He looked like someone who, you know, a normal dude. But he looked like this normal dude that if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, you wouldn't expect him to be capable of doing the things that he's doing. But then he can do these ama this amazing shit. And it almost has more impact than seeing a guy like Brian Aragon, who you look at him and it's like, holy shit, that dude is capable of some shit. And it lack it, it, it's not so much of that element of surprise. It's like, yeah, of course he can 540 kind grind and do all this crazy. It's like, he's fit as fuck. He spends a couple hours in the gym every day and he's blading like constantly um so you just expect it and but when when someone is like a, just a normal dude it almost hits you harder like pat lennon is another name that comes to mind where he just does he looks like some dude that a normal dude that would be just be walking around in the office but after work he goes and he 540s over fences and soul grinds houses like it's, it's so, uh, it's just, it's, what is, it's very unexpected and it's, it's very fight club-ish, you know, like when, 
when a fit, when you're physically unfit. And I, I also think there's a style that comes through when people aren't perfectly comfortable. Like, like when a person's rusty on their skates, but they still have a black belt, but they're a little bit rusty. It's almost the, the style that comes through is very human yet skillful. Um, and that can be very, the, like the, the stuff that you capture is really sweet. Are you following me? Are you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Am I making any sense? God. I'm drinking LGDs. Whenever, whenever I buy LGDs, it's because of a memory that I have of bailing. I went and um, bailed hay with Mason. And it was the first and the last time I've ever bailed hay because I found out when I did that that I'm allergic to hay. And my, I, like, I got the worst allergies to, to hay. Um, and I had, like, crazy fucking bloodshot eyes. And I was, like, bailing these hay, bailing this hay. It was basically like a truck is driving around. And you're just picking up these bales of hay and throwing it in the truck. That's what baling hay is. And so Mason and I were doing this. And all of a sudden, the guys in the truck just start laughing like, holy fuck, look at this guy's eyes. Ah, 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 ah. And I guess like my eyes were like bright red. And I was, they were so itchy. But, you know, I'd gone all the way out there and... I didn't want to like, oh, I can't do this. I'm allergic to hay. So I just kept doing it and had this these crazy allergic reaction to this hay. But then we went inside and had a break and we were drinking these LGDs. And I just remember them tasting so fucking good. And like LGDs, it's pretty good. It's Well, I, wait, I should... Um, I should back up here. LGD is a Canadian. I think it's a Canadian. It's La, It's uh, Labatt, which is a Canadian beer company. It's Labatt Genuine Draft. That's what LGD stands for. Um, it's just like a, a, I don't know. It's a very typical beer, but it's, I don't know. It's just got a very crisp, nice taste. And, and I guess like I always pick it out and I always think about baling hay and how fucking good they tasted. That's why I get LGD. 150 years of brewing tradition. Labatt Genuine Draft. Naturally aged. No preservatives. It's just a good beer. By the way, our new sponsor for the podcast is Labatt. Um, grab a Labatt Genuine Draft if you're craving some beer and you're lucky enough to be in Canada. <laughs> uh, my thoughts and my prayers go out to you boys in Calgary. I know you had some, some flooding action going on. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on? Flooding in Alberta? <sighs> yep. Um... Mad love, boys. Keep it real. Keep yourselves dry. Um, yeah, you know. Um, that 
actually segues very perfectly into the one of the other things that I wrote down, which was make the situation, or sorry, let me start over. Make your situation the best it can be. This is a very important thing to learn. And it's a very important thing to learn if you want to be happy, is to make the, your situation the best it can be. We naturally waste a lot of energy sometimes. Like when we're in a bad spot, we waste a lot of energy wishing that things were different. Um, I'm guilty of this. Um, you know, when, when, when the going gets tough, it's really easy to look around and look at other people's lives and say, fuck, like they've got it so much better than me. And especially in this day and age, when we have access to so much information and there's the internet and Facebook and we watch interviews with celebrities and, and, uh, MTV Cribs and people met with mad swag and dollar bills up to the ceiling fan and, and you know, hoes, like just a sea of ass in these motherfuckers' faces, like just living large and princes. And, you know, we, we see all this in this day and age. We, we witness it. We... It's all over TV. It's what people watch. And, and it's easy to look at all this stuff and say, man, like, fuck, my life is shit. But obviously that is a mistake and it's a huge waste of your resources. Um, what I'm preaching here is to not do that. What I'm preaching here is to not look at other people's lives, other people's glamorous, awesome lives as like a compare, like a, not to look at it as even anything real. What that really is and what you need to look at it as is the universe kind of testing you or the universe kind of showing you different ways that your life can be. Like you are you. You will never be anybody else. Um, you will never be in the situation that Bam Margera is in. You will never be in the situation that Joe Rogan is in. You are you. So the only thing that you can do, the only thing in your power is to make being you fucking awesome regardless of the job that you're working, regardless of how much money you have in the bank, regardless of how hot your bitch is, the only thing that you can do is be is is just make wherever you are a fucking party. Make what you have to do right now. Like if you're going to work at a video store, make that awesome make that situation the best it can be and if you can't do that then you know maybe quit maybe quit the video store um but maybe maybe working at the video store works perfectly for you because they uh, accommodate your hours 
um, you get to skate all the time and you only have to work like a certain amount of hours or you get to work nights. So you get to work during the day. I don't know. I don't know what your situation is, but only you can decide what, what that is. And you have to make it the best you can be. If you're at, you know, your parents, your, your parents-in-law place, you guys are having dinner, having crumpets or, or tea, tea and crumpets. You just got to make that the best it can be. You know? Maybe the best it can be is just to not even say anything. Just to sit and observe these people. And observe what they're talking about. And, and, and you know, maybe you can learn something. Everyone's got something to teach you. And every situation has something to teach you. So just absorb. Be a sponge. And don't wish you weren't in that. I mean, yeah, don't wish you weren't in that situation. Make the most of it. Make the best of it. If you are in a prison cell, walk around the prison cell intensely. And then do some push-ups. And then do some, some squats, some Hindu squats. You don't even need weights body weight get yourself in kick-ass shape so that when you get out of prison you're ready to rock you're ready to kill some shit or draw a picture you got time hey you're in prison take advantage of that situation you got time to draw a picture or you could write a book you got all the time in the world all you need is a pen and a piece of paper and a positive attitude you can do it so what I'm saying is make the most of the situation that you are in. Make it the best it can be. I got a joke. I got a joke for you. What is crazier than a dude laughing by himself? Nothing. <laughs> oh, this is fun. You guys having a good time? Thanks for tuning in, by the way. I really appreciate your support. Check out mushroombleeding.com. I'm sure you already have. Tell your friends. Uh, go buy a mushroom blading t-shirt, you know, sp support the podcast. <laughs> mm. Man, what else do we got on this, on this list? Um, I wrote down pep talk yourself. I noticed that like a lot of the times that I write in a journal I'm, I, I will write like I'll write things at myself like I will, I will write as if I'm like a motivational speaker to myself like work out more often eat better stop drinking drink less coffee um journal more um like I'll, I'll pep talk myself. So I thought like by pep talking myself, but 
pep talking myself alone into a microphone where I'm pep talking you, maybe that would be valuable. But at the moment, um, I can't think of anything to to pep talk you about. I guess I guess the uh, the make your this your situation the best it can be. That was kind of a pep talk and. I guess like a case for skating less that was like pep talking to myself so pretty like pretty much I guess that's that's what I'm doing um, I also wrote down the magnifying glass theory the magnifying glass theory Let's talk about the magnifying glass theory. This is something that I have observed in my years of experience. Um, and uh, here it goes. So this is relevant to anybody who is in a relationship with a girl or a guy or whatever, you're in a, a relationship and maybe you're getting married or maybe that's in your future. Maybe at some point you're going to have kids. Maybe not. Um, but this is kind of a, a heads up. Um, this is a heads up if you are planning on getting married or having kids or, or if you're at any of those stages and something that I've kind of observed. So... This is called the magnifying glass theory. Basically, it, I think that the, the deeper that you get into a relationship, um, when, when you start dating the magnifying glasses at a certain point, and this is the magnifying glass that the girl is seeing you in. So when you have that first date, for instance, you are under a certain magnifying glass. The person is judging you. They're looking at you saying, okay, is he funny? Is he cute? Am I going to fuck him? Am I going to start, am I going to date him again? Like it or not, you're being judged. And once you get into a relationship with that person, the judgment continues when they look at you, they're looking at you in a magnifying glass saying, hmm, am, am I going to continue to date this person? Am I one day, am I going to marry this person? Am I going to have kids with this person? And by being in that situation where the person is asking those questions, you are under a, uh, a, a what is the word? You are more magnified than other people because when you look at other people, you're not, you're not thinking those things, so you're not looking so deep, deeply at that person. And I believe that women look at you through a... The, you are magnified the further you go into, into a relationship. Once you are engaged to a person and you are planning to marry that person, um, the girl puts you in a crazy magnifying glass because she's like, holy shit, like, this is my husband. This fucking loser is the person I have to spend the rest of my life with. Holy fuck. And all the imperfections start to be seen and start to get magnified. 
and you are under a, you are so fucking magnified that little things that you do it's like holy shit like you put fucking paint on the garbage can like what are you, what are you doing well like we put shit in the garbage can what's the big deal well i fucking told you not to put paint on the garbage can like what you're going to start a fucking argument about paint on a garbage can well it's not about the fucking garbage can it's about respect so the magnifying glass gets crazy and then and then you get married and it's like holy fuck like i'm married to this person this is the person i'm going to spend the rest of my life with so the magnifying glass you get more magnified and then when you have kids you get even more magnified because it's like holy fuck this is the this is the father of my children and they're looking at you like holy shit this fucking idiot is going to be the father of my children holy fuck but i know this sounds really negative but then what i'm hoping in time and what i'm hoping as you get through those like kind of those stages is after that there's really nothing after you after you cross those barriers then i think slowly over time the magnifying glass shrinks and you are less magnified to the person because okay well yeah you've already gone through these things yeah i'm married to that person and i've grown accustomed to that and and we've had kids together and that's acceptable and that's been going fine and then and then they maybe they stop looking at all those imperfections so so harshly and i think by the time you get into your 40s your 50s all that shit softens up and people get you know you get more relaxed with shit hopefully we'll see so that's the magnifying glass theory wrote down figure skating now this I wrote down figure skating after watching let me see we posted this on our uh, Facebook profile which reminds me hey if you haven't liked the mushroom blading Facebook profile why don't you go like our profile <laughs> or not who fucking cares um where is it? Pissed jeans. Romanticize me. Joey posted this. See, Joey's so good. He finds this shit. Where do you find this shit? Okay. Oh, stop it. What's going on? Uh, stop. Pause. Okay. Uh, Pissed jeans. Romanticize me. Official video. Wow. Okay. The uh, 
what Joey wrote was figure skating is punk as fuck in the comments to this. Finally, someone gets it. Figure skating is punk as fuck. Holy shit. And if you don't believe me, watch this video. And I think, I think I wrote this down because I think it's very important. I think it's very important for us to see how fucking awesome figure skating is. I think it would do good for role bladers instead of trying to uh, differentiate themselves from figure skating to appreciate figure skating and the moves that they do and how fucking badass it can be and how captivating figure skaters can be. I think we need to um, take pride in the fact that we are related to figure skaters instead of I think rollbiters are stuck in this pattern of trying to separate ourselves from that shit, and it and it's a big mistake. Um, figure skating is badass. Figure skating is beautiful and powerful, and really fucking awesome. So we need to. If you haven't, please watch Piss Jeans Romanticize Me. The video it features a very powerful performance by a figure skater, and. Try your fucking hardest to appreciate the shit out of it and see the similarities between what this guy is doing and, and what you are trying to do. Basically, on Blades, you're just trying to be a badass. You're just trying to express some abstract thing in your soul and, and move your body in a beautiful way. And that's exactly what this guy is doing. Um, and we, like, we're, we're related whether you like it or not, we're related to figure skating. We come from ice skating and from, I mean, figure skating was around a long time before roll budding and it's just like gl gliding around doing moves, doing your thing. Express yourself, do do. Express yourself. It's the same, sh it's, it's, it, roll budding is an expression, it's, it, it's expressing yourself through movement through action and it's it feels good and it looks good and it's fucking beautiful as shit but it's beautiful as shit when you let go of any kind of shame or any kind of like cultural rules or structure onto how your body is to move let it move however the fuck it wants to move. If you want to put your hand on the cement, put your hand on the cement. If you want to jump in the air and spin and not grab your boot, do it. Do your thing. Like, no one's stopping you. That's the whole point. Man, you're, you're ruining this. You are so selfish. You're selfish. You are a cat. Why is it so important that you go through that door? What? Your food is right there. There's nothing on the other side. You're just a bitch. You're just like finding something to complain about and you're complaining about it. Just relax. You're in a good spot. No one's gonna get you. You got food, you got water. Fucking spoiled. Come here, you wanna get pet? You know, you got a balling situation going on. Make the most of it. Here you are. You're trying to get to the other side. What is on the other side? You are wasting your energy. Have you not listened to anything that I've been saying? This is a ball-in situation that you're in, but you're just concerned that, oh, the door's closed. I can't get to, into the other room. 
Listen to yourself. Billy O'Neill. I wrote that down. Hoo-wee. I know I don't need to tell you. I'm sure you saw the new Billy O'Neill SSM edit. God damn. Billy, you're killing it. Come on the podcast. Let's talk. Hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Come on the podcast. I want to talk to you. You're a bad motherfucker. You're from NYC, the coolest place to be from. Can you be from a cooler place? If you're from New York, it automatically puts you up. And if you're fucking badass as shit on Blades, it's a... He he did very creative stunts. I mean, that huge soul grind to uh, duck under the rail to drop 180. Like, shit like this. Amazing. I mean... That was, the Billy O'Neill edit was like the, the, uh, it was, it was kind of the best of modern rollerblading. It was the best of modern skating. Okay, my wife's home. I feel like a retard, so I'm going to stop. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Um... While I was away from our little conversation here, I realized that I left out a very important part of uh, a case for skating less, um, some a benefit of skating less, which is um, you appreciate the feeling of having skates on much more. And through that appreciation, it becomes a lot easier, I think, to do dope shit. I think uh, when you really appreciate how good it feels to have those wheels under your feet and the freedom that you have, you, um, yeah, you can really, you can take full advantage of it and you have a certain energy that you wouldn't have if you were skating like every day. Um, you would realize, like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. I have blades on my feet, and I am good on these things, and I can do whatever the fuck I want, and and this is awesome. And through that, obviously, you're going to do hot shit just through, like, feeling it out. Like, when, when skating feels really good, that's when you do the dopest shit. Um... So skating less, uh, once you have your blading back black belt, um, and I mean like if you're skating less, if you're only skating like once every two weeks or once every three weeks or once a week, um, you got to keep your body physically fixed. It doesn't matter how much experience you have under your belt. You have to have a fit body to be able to execute what you want to execute. So if you are skating less, make an effort, even if it's even if you have 10, 15, 20 minutes a day to go for a walk or go for a run or do crunches or do push-ups or do, do squats. Squats are a great way to build up your leg muscles in a very short period of time. You don't need a lot of time. 
if you have like 10 minutes a day, you can do some serious uh, squat action and prepare your legs for bleeding at a high professional grade level. Um, but skating less, it, it definitely has its advantages. And you, you're less likely to fall into habits. Like it's really easy for each session to be fresh when you're only skating like once or twice a week. Um, or was I saying once or twice a week? I mean once or once a week or once every two weeks or once every three weeks. Like you don't need to skate much and you can get a huge benefit out of it as long as as long as you really appreciate that blade session and 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 don't have like crazy high standards for yourself like just let it happen let let what it, let yourself get into it let yourself suck and just 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 do it don't judge yourself too much um, and you'll kill it. You're going to do shit that, that is important and unique and, rel and relevant to the current blade situation. Um, but I'm Todd and you've been listening to the How to Be Unpopular podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in and hanging out with me tonight. I had a good time. I accidentally hit the space bar and not pause this shit. Uh, but, you know, like us on Facebook and visit mushroomblading.com and blah, blah, fucking blah. And tell my cat to stop shitting in the bathtub because that is not where you are supposed to take a shit. You are supposed to take a shit in the goddamn litter box, you fucking...